Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prane. Good morning. On the Mixed Breakfast. Mix Some of you have a lot of difficulty focusing, like sometimes at work or maybe in your studying and whatnot. Well, we're here to help you train your brain. That's our project this week. So what we've been doing is that we've been uh, having and inviting people on the show uh, to talk about how they think and their thought process. And these are very smart people, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, we talked to the former chairman of Mensa Malaysia. And Mensa is a society that was created a long time ago. And it's a society of really, really smart people. And in order to be able to join Mensa, you need to have an IQ within the 98th percent that means you got to be the upper 2% of IQ, la, the upper echelon. La. It's like, yeah, it must be very tough to actually be a member of this. But we found out we have a Malaysian right over here that is a Mensa member. Yes, mm. uh, she is an actor. She's a TV host, a model, a now podcaster, Amelia Henderson. So... Amelia, uh, not too long ago, an article came out about you and it revealed that you're super, super smart and you've got an extremely high IQ. So what is it? Um, Okay, so whatever I said in that interview was a little bit misrepresented because when you take the Ravens test, which is how you enter into Mensa, they give you a score. I did mine at 14 and I got 180 out of 180. So some, yeah, so some sources cite that that would be representative of your IQ, but it's not like a definite, like, I I don't know, like, but, but, you know, my, my score was 180. So when I was younger, I was um, more academic than I was like creative. I mean, I did, I was acting and I was working full time, but um, I also took part in like math Olympiads and stuff like that. And so like... (laughs) during that phase of my life um my mom kind of saw it in the papers and she was like why don't you just go for it and i guess we weren't really like exposed to the full extent of what mensa was and stuff and so it was kind of just like a walk walking off the street do the test and then see how it goes and then like a month later they send us the acceptance letter and it stated like that i had full marks in it and that my iq was in whatever bracket and whatever and it was kind of a little bit unreal i was like are you sure like did you add a zero at the end of that like maybe you want to like but I'm not going to question a good thing. So if that's what they said my IQ is, I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how it happened. Now, Amelia, you have a very different thought process. And how does that benefit you whenever you go through your daily Tesla? From my experience reading up on this and in, in, in an effort to try to understand like how it would play a part in my life, because I don't actually feel remarkably different from anybody else. And I really don't think I am. I'm pretty average, too. I just think it's actually just processing speed. I think um, essentially what the IQ represents is kind of like you have all of the raw ingredients. But, you know, if you don't go to the kitchen and you don't cook and you don't take the initiative to educate yourself, it's worth nothing genuinely. So I think what the IQ represents is just basically how quick your brain processes things. But it is a skill that you can train and if you don't put in the work to, you know, like mentally, like keep yourself stimulated and active, it's not going to do anything for you. So I think like how I process things, I, I tend to be like on the very fast side. Like I get told all the time consistently to slow down when I speak, but I also understand concepts, I think relatively quick, I think, but this is just feedback that's been communicated to me from the people around me in my life. So that's all that it is. Um, and I have a above average memory. Any tips that you can actually give us and those listening in on how to process things like you? you do um i think for me like uh, my job generally keeps me pretty mentally active in the sense that there's a lot of like content switching so i'm starting my own company and i'm also doing the podcast and everything so in a day you probably have to tackle like a bunch of different projects and you have to make sure that whenever you're on one you're like on like focused on the specific subject matter but on the side i i um i play a lot of sudoku and actually on a daily basis like you absolutely hit the nail on the head you said sudoku i was like yep that's me all day <laughs> like, i'm on set i'm bored like that's what i'm doing and um i just find it a little 
little like therapeutic end because otherwise like you i mean you have to put in the effort right if you want to achieve any type of result because it, it really really truly isn't that i think um again like if you don't apply anything regardless of what your iq is it's just a raw ingredient and you do have to step in the kitchen with it but i think like what i do need to work on within myself is because usually people with higher iq sometimes their eqs are not as supportive or as in the higher bracket range so for me i think like my biggest um challenge is to try to like work on that kind of side of myself and become a little bit more tolerant and gentle when it comes to like if i've tried to communicate something or if i'm already on the next chapter and something is not there with me i have to learn to be more accepting and tolerant and and kinder so for me like my focus is actually on building eq um and and trying to like maintain whatever level of IQ that I do have. Yeah, so what is it like in the dating scene for you, Amelia? When it comes to dating, I mean, it's rough. <laughs> I think it's rough for everybody, right? But at the same time, like for me, from my personal experiences, have I found that I me and my very opinionated nature intimidate people? Yes, but I also feel like this is perfect natural selection because if you can't handle me on the first date Absolutely. because I'm too quick for you, yeah. then the reality is you're just too slow for me, so I'm sorry. It's your loss. Natural selection, I Darwin. Like that. That's a brilliant way to see things because you see um women who are high achievers right and then they always talk about okay you know or or the stigma attached to it is people are like oh my god men are going to be intimidated by you but the right yeah. man the right person won't be yes they'll lift you up exactly right mm. you know it's so weird how like gender um roles play into this it's not that i'm trying to like be the man of the relationship because i am authoritative and like you know quite a strong female it's just that i expect you to be able to out masculine me you know and so if you can't do that then i'm obviously not the right person for you and it's okay oh okay yeah we can all learn a little something from that lie you know we all say that oh you know oh people i always date the wrong people yeah you're just not supposed to be with them they're just not right for you exactly and the right one will come along yeah I guess. so if you're listening in and if you can out masculate amelia <laughs> you have a chance okay exactly yeah. or we can all learn a little bit about how she keeps her brain sharp uh this project this week is called how to train your brain yes i i share rd and train on the mixed breakfast keep it right here with today's best music